Hi, this is Matt from Clear Nutrition for You. Nutrition is a passion of mine, and I believe it can set a foundation for you to build healthy routines and habits for the rest of your life. Not only do I hope you enjoy this podcast and get a couple laughs, but I also want it to assist you on your journey of health and fitness. Enjoy. Good day, everyone. Today is March 4th, and I just got done talking to Scott and Christina, who are co-owners of the CrossFit here in Cocoa Beach, CrossFit Cocoa Beach. Um, First, I'm going to give everybody a heads up that there's a little bit of static in there, and I do apologize about that. I'm still learning, and um, I could have done a better job today. But I really think the content is good, and so I'm excited about everybody hearing about the conversation with uh, Scott, Christina, and myself. We, me and Scott, just got done with a workout right before this. We did a little head-to-head face-off um, as part of our virtual coaching we're doing at Cocoa Beach CrossFit, so you'll hear us talk about that. Um, and then we really talk a lot about what it's like for Scott and Christina to move a group of people forward and help them be healthier. Um, I'm very lucky to get with, to work with Scott and Christina, and I'm also very lucky that they are my friends. Uh, I think you'll enjoy the conversation. It really applies to a lot of different people and a lot of different stages in their life. So thanks for listening and enjoy our talk. Speaker perfect. Okay, good. Cool. Um, so that was super fun. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I am I'm glad it worked out so close. That was that was good. Yeah, you guys program that perfectly. <laughs> I loved it. A little, a little harder than I thought, tell you the truth. 100%. Yes, I agree with that. The, uh, I got done with the, fir- the burpees. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was definitely a little challenging. But uh, after the burpees, I think it was just going through the motions. But, yeah, that first uh, round was uh, for sure got us ready for the other two. I mean, that was that got us uh, quickly there. But that was good. I loved it. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I thought it was fun, too. Cool. Um, hey, so um, maybe you guys could start off with kind of just how you guys got into CrossFit and where you found CrossFit and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Uh, how about do you want to start? Well, you, you I'll, actually I'll, I'll start. It, so so um, for me, I have always, and you know, you probably hear this from a lot of people, but the way I remember even thinking about CrossFit is there's a few people around me, friend-wise, that had started it. Um, uh, mostly girls, and I had kind of heard about it, and I just thought it was sort of a, I don't know, crazy sport, whatever, you know, you see on on media or videos, and um, so I didn't think too much of it, but I realized after a short while, these friends of mine started to change physically, mentally, you could just see them moving differently, and I said, you know what? I've seen a lot of sports and I've done a lot of sports. Never have I seen something with so many results so quickly. And I don't mean quickly in weeks. I meant, you know, about a year or so. And that was really intriguing to me. And so I decided to kind of step out of my usual go to the gym Monday for back in buys and Wednesday legs and so on. And there was a CrossFit in town, and I decided to ride my bike on the way home from the gym, actually, and just just to stop in. 
And uh, I remember at that time, there was a bunch of the high school football teams that I guess would go once a week to that place to get some conditioning in. And I said, you know what, this looks fun. Uh, let me try it out. And the first, I remember the first workout after, of course, the initial box jump uh, pull up one that they or push up one that they make you do just to make sure you're healthy enough was just like a shuttle run, but uh, for 20 minutes. And it was just how far can you go? And it was just really different. And I loved it. And then from there on, I was hooked and um, I really incorporated it into my gym routine. I mean, 80% basically, and then still kept with the hobbies that I enjoyed on the side. So that was my um, sort of my introduction to CrossFit. And of course, uh, when I would get home, I would tell my wife, hey, you should really check out this CrossFit. So then this is where Christina comes in. Well, I think too, at that time, like being new parents, it was, you almost have limited space in your brain you know mm-hmm. yeah. and um scott would just say with running the pool business and with us wanting to really use whatever energy we had to dive into parenting and also to save enough space and energy for each other he would come home and be like this is amazing i don't have to program anything you know right. we used to flip through like men's health and the magazines yeah. you get in like the aisle and that impulse buy when you're checking out in Publix. And he's like, I just freed up like an entire section of my brain. Yeah. And for me as a mom, I was really intentional with um, breastfeeding. It was important for me for our kids to have the immunity, the research I had read on intelligence. And we really tried to practice attachment parenting. So we had a three-year-old and we had a three-month-old. And Scott's like, you can get in and out. It is something where it's close enough to home where I can easily take care of the kids and no kid's going to die from not having breast milk in an hour, you know? (laughs) So it, it really was something that was convenient and it also ended up attracting us to like-minded people. So we connected with people that weren't just other parents, but that were kind of in the same phase of life as like, I'm going to start growing myself as a person. Like I've done the partying, I've done the traveling. I'm now at home with a family and what am I looking to build from here in my life? And so it was kind of like that perfect puzzle piece. Like the springboard. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's so funny when you talk about that because so many people that, so many people I think that the core of how they eventually started with CrossFit, initially started is convenience and someone just told them what to do. Yeah. And, and those two things are a, really a strong hook. And then you find out all the other cool stuff that makes it really special. But the convenience part of it is I think for a lot of people that it is for me too. Like that was the thing. It was short on time. Tell me what to do. Perfect. And go with it. And then all of a sudden, all this other stuff came along after that. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So as you guys were going through this, I mean, obviously now you guys are, um, you know, part owners of the Cocoa Beach CrossFit. So what made you or what happened in your life that you kind of, or that said like, Hey, we're, we, we really feel like, this is really what CrossFit is calling us to do? Or how did you make that decision? Like, member, we really believe that owner is the right thing for us. You know, it was an interesting transition because looking back at it, we realized that the ship we were on, we were navigating towards that. But at the time, that really wasn't our intention. It was 
having some of our best friends own that place, having coaches that believed in us, a community that we loved with our whole hearts. So this was like, you know, we both have family in other places. So this legit became our family. And we just poured our heart into it, not really realizing the path that was being paved for us came mm -hmm. to that point. Um, I think I think it came to a point, and again, I'm going to reflect upon being a mom in that there comes a time where you're like, damn, I did this. Like my kids are kind of set and you start to feel a different type of energy arise. And it's like, it was like this creative energy where it was like, man, Scott, like I am really feeling like I have something to contribute somewhere and I'm looking for an outlet to put it in. And, and right before we took over ownership, I actually was researching like, do I want to go back to work as a school psychologist? Do I want to help Scott grow his business? Like something was calling me and it was daily. It was pretty intense actually. Um, and so it just, it was one of those things where everything aligned, the stars aligned at the same time. But I don't think looking back at it, it was ever, it wasn't something we were intentionally doing. We were actually doing it as a way to help others. Um, and it ended up probably being our biggest joy and greatest blessing other than, you know, each other and our kids and family. It, it was timing and opportunity. We didn't really look for it, but when the opportunity rose and the timing was great, it all fit. And so for us, it was just a natural step after that. So that was well said, Christina. And we've really been lucky, honestly, Matt, even with you, we've had certain people in our lives that we go to, you know, you have those five that you go to and, and you discuss things with, and you've said some key things to me that stick out. And we've talked about being a linchpin and different things. And a lot of the people I've talked to in that time were like, well, duh, didn't you see this coming? And I was like, huh, Yeah. no, mm -hmm. but cool, you know? Yeah, I, I, that's definitely how I feel about it. It was just, it felt like a very natural progression for you guys, you know? Um, Correct. It was not a surprise to me at all. So I think it was, I, that's good. Good. And, you know, it's funny how life works when you realize you look back, all of a sudden you were on a path and you didn't even realize you had been put on that path, Correct. you know? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. the beauty of staying in the present because when you can give 100% of yourself in the present and you're not, you're not worried about it, things do work out. Everything in the end is going to be yep. okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so has there been anything that's been a surprise to you guys? Like, wow, this is very different than I thought it was going to be or um, in being an owner. Um, I mean, that's a loaded question um, in so many ways. Yes. And no, I mean, uh, it's definitely added a lot to our daily routine, but in a good way, like we enjoy going there. We love giving our time and, also creating and and if it means that we want to add different things with uh the other owners and we're always looking to add more for our members and of course it's busier because we're adding on a whole other business but it's um it's a good feeling of busyness and for us for me it's it's great i i, I love it i think i would say for me there's really not anything that surprised me um, if I would have to say something, I would say really it's when you're connected as a coach, you really are connected emotionally to these people, but I find as an owner, it's very difficult to turn it off. Like this is our family. And, um, so you can't detach from it. It's your business and either you're feeding it or you're not, you know? So 
I think I think yeah. for me that's been it. A little learning curve in 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 not diving fully in and still saving a little bit for my own family and the home that I've had to learn. It, it seems. I mean, you guys are so um, close with your kids and such a big part of it. And and like, did did you did you talk to them beforehand, or did you know? Has there or did you explain to them like our role is changing? Was there anything that happened like that? They because they definitely are a big part of the fam of the whole experience. I think too. Yeah, we absolutely talked to them. Um, we're very open with the kids, and you know, kids are intuitive, so they feel things. And we've always been of the mindset as parents is if we don't talk to them. When they feel things, they'll look back on it and think, oh, maybe I was wrong. And then they learn, kids learn not to trust themselves. And so we've always been in the thought process of we really need to confirm what they're feeling is in the air because that will breed more and more confidence for them to trust their own intuition, you know? Mm -hmm. Neat. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you kind of made that comment a little bit earlier, but you know, you said that, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit more about how the feeling of the, of leading a group changes from when you're a coach to when you're an owner, like what, give, give me a little more, like what that's like for you. I feel like I've talked a lot. Would you no, like no, to- no, not at all. I mean, uh, for me, I mean, I, I'm there often. I'm not there as often as Christina, but to differentiate between owner and just being a member, I mean, it it is sometimes you have to turn it on, sometimes you have to turn it off. I for me, it's pretty natural. I love being around people. I love being around my friends and my community. And going from owner or coach to member is not too difficult for me. But I know there is there is a fine line there that sometimes it's it's a little tough. But to me, I think it's just modeling what we want. In within our members and within ourselves and uh, just showing how great we can be and then just just leading and just being friends and supportive and inspiring. I think that's that's what for me I love around our box and I'm going to continue doing that as a friend or as a coach or as an owner. Um, I think for me it's a matter of I like to look at the whole picture and so I take the time to when things arise or even if it's as simple as programming for the week or what our social media looks like, um, I like to look at it in three different perspectives. That's the owner, the coach, and the member. So for me, it's really just added another process in my brain as far as, okay, this might be what it looks like as an owner, but what are we saying to our coaches how can we support each other? Because those are really reciprocal relationships that we have. Our, coach, our coaches really lift us up. We're so, so blessed in that department. And the same with our members. So I think that's really the difference. As a coach, you can experience something and, you know, but you also can go to an owner and kind of be like, hey, uh, here, <laughs> you know, here's this that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you totally. handle it. But at the end of the day, as an <laughs> owner, there's nobody you're handing it off to. Luckily, the four of us, Victor, Anna, Scott, and I, I mean, we just work so well together and we have a really, really open relationship. It's, it's reciprocal. We communicate very well. We call any elephants in the room and we really strive to, to grow, grow together and push each other to grow 
individually, even if sometimes that means they have to call me out on my shit, you know, I'm okay with that because I know their intention is good. Like we have really pure intentions for each other and for our coaches and for our members. So we try not to leave any stones unturned where I think as a member, as a coach, sometimes you can't and that's okay. But if you're building a business and you're doing it for the health of others, it would be negligent to leave things unturned, you know? So... And when you think about, so you're trying to move this group of people forward in their journey of fitness and health and stuff like that, what are some of the things that you're trying to kind of drive home to people? What would, what would you know, what would you, what would you hope a member recognizes you're trying to do? Hmm. Um, I mean, really, I think we're huge on, on mindset and, and on really people understanding that there's three things to an athlete and all of our members we consider as athletes. We don't care who's our exiting. We don't care who's scaling. We really love effort. And sometimes that's physical and sometimes that's mental. And you've added such a huge component to building the athlete, which is the nutrition. And if people understood that really, when you have those three things aligned, your life can be so beautiful. And we talk often as owners about, we want to build better humans. For, for their own sake. And I, I just, I pray before I go to work that I can help somebody and that they see that, that that's what we're really trying to do. At the end of the day, we're here for them and we're here to help them in that hour that they're with us. So I hope they get that. And I really hope they feel that, you know? Make sure that every member has left the box on any, any day of week with feeling better about themselves or having fixed something that they maybe, you know, was a little um, something they were working on, like really just making sure each individual is getting uh, recognized for their effort and, and the, the work they put. Everybody leaves their busy schedules outside of those doors and they come in for the best hour of their day. And that is our job to make it such. And so we have to adapt obviously to each member, but I think at the end of the day, it's really just making them better for them to know that we heard them, we see them and that they're progressing. And if they're putting in the effort, we're going to put in the effort. hundred percent. Yeah. Is there something that you feel like, um, Gosh, if you could get members to understand this, that they would make more progress or if there is there a common thing that you feel like, boy, I, I watch a member and all of a sudden they realize this and it turns a corner for them. Or is there a, a thing like that that you've ever seen? Yeah, or, totally. Um, I mean, yeah, I think every case is different. I know Christina probably has a lot more to say on that, but you can tell when something has clicked and that's beautiful that's that's uh that's probably one of the best moments when you see somebody finally click and go oh i i finally understand how to do a toast to bar or my hips have to go this way for the muscle up or any movement i think it's i think it's great um so for me i kind of think like rapport with a coach is huge presence, yeah. and so once that rapport is built and there's that trust and they realize that the coaches are being authentic and that we really believe this too, and that trust is built, then they can begin to see two things that are key to me. One that I see a lot with people is it 
is not a destination. They want to arrive somewhere. And it's almost like they need to let go in order for the vehicle to keep moving. And the minute they realize that it's a journey and that they they have to kind of lose all those expectations, but just kind of embrace everything as it comes, even the sucky days, they're really building themselves. And I think the second part of that is when we take away that destination and we get involved with, I'm on this journey, all of for scale and listen to because when you follow the workout, continue to build yourself and like as crappy days. But if they could just trust us in, in keeping perspective, so much more comes from a positive attitude. It, it really is the way you look at things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I find that I think that's so true. I think that people start to get CrossFit when they realize that it's about every day. It's not about one day. Um, and that, that, they, that, that starts to be where they really turn on and, and- – um, and for me, it's that moment when they do something that they didn't realize. Yeah, they I, love do, that. You know, I love that. Just, I love fact, that. That's yeah. where yeah. I realized uh, there was a time where I had to step up and kind of help out during one of the open wads one year or something. And when everybody in the room started accomplishing things they couldn't do, I mean, I was overwhelmed and I cried. I got home and I cried to Scott and I was like, I don't care if I never PR again. I have so much more joy from the members smiles and their accomplishments and like how good they feel. It really is an energy you can feel. It's electrifying. Everybody in the room feels it when people are celebrating things that they do. It's just, it's beautiful to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are all the lessons that I just think we mentioned earlier that you don't know you're going to learn in CrossFit, but you don't, you don't realize that you're going to learn how to actually build confidence and you don't realize that you're going to learn, about what grit feels like and you don't realize you're going to learn what connection feels like and compassion feels like but you learn all of absolutely. that absolutely that's the secret stuff yeah that that's that secret you. sauce that uh that'll bring it to tears yeah, yeah. but you have to you have cool. to break down first sometimes yeah. that it's um ego or um or stuff that you've yeah. brought from previous sports or mentalities has to kind of break down and really be in the moment and listen to the coaches and listen to, um, you know, the inspiring stories to get really to know where your road is because everybody's road is different. So that's, to me, is pretty important too, you know. Oh, 100%. I agree with that one. That is like such a good point. If you're not vulnerable and you're not willing to open yourself up, you never Correct. experience that in CrossFit. Correct. You've got yeah, to Yeah, and I, yes. I think that I while that's you. true, I also... I love our coaches. Like I love the team that we have because sometimes an athlete isn't ready to let go of their ego yet, or they might have a movement pattern in their brain from years of a sport. And I love that we've all been able to accept people where they're at because we know what's coming. Like we trust our own process so much that we have the patience to be on the journey with them. And, and I think that's awesome because I know I've been coached in that way by the coaches we have now, you know, and I'm grateful for that as an athlete. Cool. Good. Um, 
cool. Well, I, I'm trying to keep these things to like 20 minutes. Beautiful. We're right at 20 minutes, and this doesn't mean the last. It'll be the last time I talk to you. But I am talking to people <laughs> about a workout at the end of this. So, so what I want to know is mm. a partner wad. So the two, it's a it's a partner wad. What what would be the the perfect Christina Scott? She um, does the deadlifts. <laughs> I do the running and the and the muscle ups. And, no, I no, want to do pull ups. Oh, you want to do pull ups? Um, so, well, the problem that is is sometimes I like get super stoked to go do um, a lot with Scott, and I really like the one where you can design your own rest because the problem with if I do a round and he does a round is. I don't get rest. I'm like, can you slow your round down, buddy? But when we first started, I'll tell you, we did a partner wad together and it was tire flips, which I love. Like I love moving heavy stuff and I love the proprioceptive stimulus yeah. in my brain. And I remember this guy as competitive as he is, just like kind of wanted me out of the way. And I was like, get off my tire flip, Scott. So it's gotta be something <laughs> where I can hang enough where he's not trying to kind of take over. And I think that would be in deadlifts. Yeah. I love I love cranking out some. I good think deadlifts. anything on the pull-up bar with some handstands and deadlifts, I think for us that's our that would be our uh, with some heavy weights, that would be probably uh, our yeah. our uh, go to. So we both would excel at. Yeah. And are you guys both the same time domain or would you prefer a different time? Um, you know, I feel like as I've grown, I don't get hung up on that stuff anymore. Like I try to just tell myself, oh. listen, this is your task at hand, attack it. I used to be the type that was like, I hate AMRAPs. You have to keep going back to stuff you don't like. And I've grown to the point uh -huh. where I don't really care. Like I can, if, we, if we're gonna do an hour, I'm just gonna plan it out. And if we're gonna do three minutes, I'm gonna go till I borderline puke, you know, so. I think I do better if it's long times, uh, but I also do well if it's short and fast. So I'm kind of either getting it over quick and fast or I'm in yeah. for the long haul and I'll take both of yeah. those. I used to. But you, the middle I, round I mean, it's, is no good. I'm right? fine with it, but uh, if times. I really want to distance myself, yeah, it's going to be some quick or something really long. I feel, I feel yeah, like I in a partner wide, it, it matter. doesn't matter. Like, no. you know, if you're thinking Fran, which is one of my favorites, I want to be hung up because I know in that 15, the way it splits up in a partner wad, that's my jam. I love partner wads. I love team wads. I'll work anything for people that I'm with. Because, um, because I used, built-in Yeah, I used to hate, like, you actually have really helped me with that, Matt. I used to hate the quick and intense. Like, it, it almost scared me. And I've been doing CrossFit now, mm -hmm. like, let me see. Wow. Almost eight years. Um, but with good coaching, probably more like five. And um, I'm just now really embracing that super, super intense feeling just now. Yeah. So. Takes a little while. Cool. Well, um, thank you very much for talking with me. I appreciate it a ton. And um, I'm sure I will. Absolutely. Thank you for having us on and thank you for doing this podcast for everybody. I know it's been really nice for us to hear our members' voices and hear what they're up to at this time. Yeah, that was awesome, Matt. Thank you so much. Good. You Good. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to that episode. I hope the static wasn't too distracting and you enjoyed that conversation. Thanks again to Scott and Christina for taking the time to talk with me. 
Um, Please let me know if you have any feedback or questions or thoughts about this episode or anything else that I've been putting out there. You can contact me at Clear Nutrition For You on Instagram. So that's at Clear Nutrition For You. Or you can send me an email at matt at Clear Nutrition For You. Um, Or where you're getting this podcast, you can also leave me a question or a voicemail or anything like that. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Again, thanks for listening and have a great day. Eat real food.